Hello everyone and welcome back. This is episode 7 of Tommy Talks. Today I'll be talking through balancing the college life. What does that look like? How does it differ from person to person? And just some tips for you guys in college or outside of college balancing life in general. So that's all on today's episode. Let's go. Welcome guys to the podcast. Today is Mother's Day, so make sure that you guys spend some time with your moms. Uh, I know there's not a lot to do because most things are closed, but there are places to eat still or take out or whatever, so make sure you do something fun for your mom. Today, uh, my dad just made my mom breakfast, and we're just going to, like, I don't know, play games later and just hang out today, so it's going to be kind of chill, but make sure you do something nice for your mom. Get her a card or something, um, but I hope you guys have a good day for Mother's Day. Uh, also, another little update is that it's officially summer. So this past week was finals week for USF. So it's officially summer. Uh, I'm taking classes over the summer, like basically most of the summer, uh, the rest of May, all of June, and basically all July. So for me, actual summer of like no obligations is about a week. Like I literally start classes on the 18th. So that'll be uh, a week away. But I do have this week to kind of just chill and hang out. But for most of us, you know, we just have summer, which is awesome. Uh, As far as the coronavirus kind of updates, I know that we just started phase one of reopening. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, It's kind of been interesting to see a lot more traffic and just people out. And like, it's strange, you know, some places are busy, some aren't. Uh, It's kind of been a little bit weird. But anyway, I hope you guys are staying safe even with all that going on and not being too crazy, but still wearing masks and all that stuff if necessary and looking out for everyone so and then the last thing I guess I would say was that this week you know I was I was doing some stuff hung out with Sarah and um, we actually ended up watching that new like trendy Netflix show called Outer Banks and if you guys haven't watched it it's actually really good it's like the thing about it is it leaves you on a cliffhanger at the end of every episode so makes you like watch the next one you know but if you don't want to be watching like 10 12 hours of Netflix then you can just like stop in the middle of an episode and actually it's a perfect time to stop it because it's not usually a cliffhanger. So, but if you haven't checked that out, check out Outer Banks. It's about like these kids doing a treasure hunt on their island in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I don't know. It's like a teen drama action type of thing. So it it was interesting and I really liked it. Uh, But let's get into today's episode of the podcast today. I'm just going to be talking about balancing the college life. So, you know, I think it's interesting to hear other people's experiences in college and kind of how they're doing it. And so I just kind of want to share with you how I balance the college life and just kind of talk through the college life in general. So when I first came into college, well, let me just talk about my transition from high school first. So I went, well, I was homeschooled for my life up until middle school. And then I went to a Christian school for middle school. And then for high school, I ended up going to a Catholic school. And this Catholic school in particular was like pretty rigorous. Um, you know, they had AP and honors and it was pretty tough there. There was a lot of homework and stuff. And so I just remember, especially junior, senior year of high school, I was really, really like pounded with homework all the time. Like I remember high school, I think I took like, uh, how many, I think I took like seven class, six or seven classes in high school. I don't know how many take in high school, but I can't even remember. Uh, I just remember having like four or five AP classes and that was a lot. AP is basically just like college level courses, but in high school, it's like entry level, college level courses. 
And for me, being in high school, I thought they were really difficult. I didn't love like math and science, but I was taking AP calculus and I knew it was like something I actually had to try really, really hard and like study all the time for. But the point of all that is that I was in high school and by the time I finished, I was just like, so, you know, there was a lot of work and I was just overwhelmed with so much stuff. And going from this Catholic high school, taking all these really hard classes and going to USF was a really big shift because you know, I looked at some other universities that were more like difficult to get into and seemed like they were more rigorous, but I ended up just kind of picking USF for financial reasons and just like the campus being close, all that other stuff. And so I chose USF, but USF isn't like the most difficult university. And a lot that goes into how your college life experience kind of works out is really what you choose to study, you know, and really how you choose to apply yourself. So high school, I was really applied to, you know, my homework and constantly studying. And I mean, I got up at whatever, 6.30 and, you know, we had to be at school at 7.30 and we were done with school at like 2.30. And then I had like, you know, tutoring afterwards and I would go to my classrooms and, and do some homework. And then I had sports usually after school. And so I wasn't home until like, you know, six o'clock or something. And so it was like a full day. Uh, meanwhile, I get to college, and I just remember it being completely different. You know, I was, like, able to make my own schedule. Well, I would say able, but I more, like, had to make my own schedule. You know, like, I couldn't just choose to, you know, get up at 6.30, and then, uh, you know, I have all this stuff going on that's already planned for me. It's like I had to really plan my schedule out. Now, my first semester, I do remember not being able to choose this class's or the times of my classes, for the most part, I think my classes, my first semester, they were like 11 o'clock because I don't, I'm not a science major, so I don't have to take like any labs or anything like that. So I had a decent schedule, but it really depends on what you're studying. And coming from this Catholic high school that was, you know, very rigorous and difficult to this, you know, university that was a little bit less so, honestly, um, was a really big kind of shift for me. And everyone shifts differently. But for me, it was a big shift kind of backwards to a little bit more of a relaxed type of schedule. And so personally, I, uh, well, I'm majoring in psychology and communication, and I have a minor in applied behavior analysis. But when I first started off, it was just psychology. So I was in psychology, and I had uh, honors college classes, which I'm no longer taking. But that was kind of the main bulk of it. And my first semester was mostly gen eds, except that I came in with 29 credits because of AP courses. And so I had most of my gen eds done, uh, but I still had to take a couple, couple more gen eds. So the shift from high school to college was kind of strange, but being a psychology major helped a lot because it was like less of a strain on me. And that's just not how I operate very like stressfully and all that kind of stuff for a long amount of time. So I had to kind of figure out what I was what I was doing when it came to, to college and adjusting was strange. But one thing that I found to be beneficial was that I remember my first semester, I needed to pick some sort of like art class. I think everyone has to take that. And a lot of people take like survey of jazz or something, but I ended up taking this class online called great performances on film. And essentially what I did was I watched movies like the entire semester. And now I had to like do essays on movies and write discussion posts on movies and take quizzes and stuff. 
but it was basically just a movie watching like thing. And for me, that was like the best way to kind of settle in. It was to have some sort of online class that was a little bit different from everything else and to really mix up my college life. As far as balancing the college life, when I first started off in freshman year, it was, I would just say, extremely difficult. My freshman year was fall of 2017. Uh, Hurricane Irma hit at that time, and it was a little bit like I was going back and forth from home to school and back, and it was really complicated. But I, you know, just, I guess I dealt with it. I mean, I had to deal with it at that point, and I couldn't, you know, choose to go back home and just not go to college. I mean, I was in college, and I had to do my thing. So that adjustment period was a little bit difficult. Uh, but again, like I said, having an online class was nice. And that's something I actually, actually held on to the entire time I've been at USF. So going into my senior year now, I've been there six semesters. And I think five out of those six semesters, I've taken an online class. And I'll personally say that if you are thinking about, you know, what does an online class look like kind of thing, I would highly suggest taking one, but most likely not taking one that has to do directly with your major or with a class that is like a prerequisite for other classes. So, I don't know, for example, don't take like, you know, um, general chemistry online or don't take like, um, I don't know, I can't think of anything right now because I'm kind of blanking, but I guess like don't take like introduction to psychology or something like online. Like those are easy to take online, but a lot of those classes that are like those intro and prerequisite classes, it's better to take them in person to see kind of how it's like and how they operate in person and that's the real college experience is really just in person online is really just a supplement kind of thing at least from my perspective it's more supplementary so but i have kept an online course as i've been in, in college just to kind of mix it up and not have 15 credit hours in person because that's a lot for me personally as far as scheduling when it comes to like my actual school stuff I've tried, let me tell you, literally every type of schedule except for one type, which I'll, I'll mention in a second. But I've, I've tried those stack days, so where you do you know, class all day on two days of the week and then no class the rest of the week. I've done consistent scheduling where I have like the same time throughout the week, but like Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday. Uh, and then I've kind of tried, you know, like... Um, morning classes on Monday, Wednesday, and then evening classes or like afternoon classes on Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, I've tried like everything pretty much. And I've even tried this past semester, which let me start off by saying, I do not recommend this at all. So if you're thinking about doing this, unless you have to, like don't do this. But I took two evening courses uh, where they're once a week. So on Monday and Wednesday, I had a 6.30 to 9.15 class, um, and they were two separate classes because they're only once a week, and that's kind of how I, you know, did it so that I just had, like, less time to go to class during the week, I guess, or less, you know, yeah, less time to go to the class during the week, but that's a horrible idea. Try not to take those 6.30 to 9.15 classes or, like, 7.30 to 8.45 or whatever. Like, try not to take those classes because, let me tell you, you might think it's a good idea, uh, but you're probably not going to be in the best like mindset to take those classes because uh, I never was. I mean, I was like, there's one time I was so stressed that I just sort of like was broken up. I had like a mental breakdown before I went to one of these classes because I was just so tired of going to it and I really didn't like it. So if I can suggest anything, don't do that. 
everyone's different as far as what classes they take. And, you know, I took all the stack days and I did the spread out days. And personally, I found that stacking my days is better so I can have more free days. Uh, I'll just have school days on some days and then I'll have free days on other days. That works best for me. But everyone is different. So figure out kind of and try different ones to see what works best for you. You'll be surprised. I didn't think stack days would be good for me. I thought it'd be better to have consistent days, but turns out that's not how it is. And I also am trying to work during the school year. And so having stack days is helpful to have work on the other days. The only type of class that I haven't taken or schedule I haven't tried is 8 a.m.s. So coming out of high school, being at class at 7.30, um, I realized going into college that, you know, I just didn't really want to wake up uh, that early. And it was a mistake having my first class at like 3.30 in the afternoon because I would sleep until noon. But it's better, I, at least, I don't know, I didn't want to take 8 a.m.s because I knew I, I wouldn't be able to focus and I wouldn't be able to have, you know, a clear head. And so I usually take my earliest classes at 9.30 and that allows me time in the morning to get up, have breakfast. I love eating breakfast, uh, read my Bible or just run or do something, have some sort of morning routine in the morning and then go to class as opposed to just getting up and heading out to class. So just mix it up with, with figuring out what kind of schedule that you like or how you enjoy, you know, living or whatever, because eventually that's kind of how it has to do with careers as well. I mean, not every career is nine to five. That's just not how jobs work nowadays. I mean, some some jobs are just, you know, afternoon to, to later evening or maybe really early until the afternoon. Um, and this is kind of off the wall, but I was watching a YouTuber and she is a morning reporter. She does breaking news for, you know, whatever news station she does. And I think it's Ohio. And she wakes up at like 2 a.m. And she goes to work at like 3.30. And she leaves work at noon. And like that is a crazy schedule. Yes, absolutely. That's a crazy schedule, of course. But that's just her life because that's the job that she has. So you just have to figure out, you know, what kind of schedules work for you. And balancing that can prove difficult. But just don't be too hard on yourself. Just take your time doing that. As far as balancing extracurriculars, I think... Everyone has different priorities as far as like what's important to be involved in. My freshman year, of course, I was looking for a Christian ministry because I am a Christian and I wanted to get plugged into community. And so the BCM was the first one that I kind of like slipped into really nicely. But I also tried out a couple different ones like crew, uh, navigators, and I might have tried, what the heck, Young Life. I tried Young Life. That was the other one. And, you know, so I tried out other Christian ministries. And I also went to a couple different, like, clubs. So I remember going to, like, ping pong club or, like, table tennis club my first semester or my second semester, maybe. Just trying out different things to see what I like to do. And um, I even, like, at one point, I think it might have been last year, joined the running club, like, online. But my schedule just never worked out to go to their practices, which are, like, at night. And I just never had my nights free. And so that was unfortunate, but it just didn't work out for me. I think the first thing you have to do is really figure out what's the most important to you. Personally, my faith and my faith life is most important to me out of a lot of things. You know, I can do running on my own, but I can't do my faith on my own. And so that's something that I found to be really important is to have a good community of faith around me as opposed to maybe just a good community of running or some other fun activity, you know, because people who are running might not have the same morals and the same goals in their life that people who have the same faith as me do. So just think about what's important to you and, you know, be able to choose from there because 
when I grew up, you know, most of my friends were in church and that's how I made really good friends. And we also played soccer and other sports together, but it was mostly just that faith that kind of grounded us. Another thing that's important to me, at least it was, you know, a while ago was um, intramural sports or just playing sports and being active. That's something that I did for my first year as a freshman. And ever since then, honestly, it's been frustrating, but I haven't really been able to to get out and, and do those intramural sports like soccer and you know flag football and whatever else. But it's something that I'm looking forward to possibly doing my senior year uh, is doing sports. And so, yeah, that was a big balance is trying to figure out what extracurriculars are important. As far as balancing that with school, uh, well, you have to just, again, you have to prioritize what is important to you. And that's going to take a little bit of time because you're not going to figure out first semester or you're not going to figure out even maybe in, in one year exactly what's important to you. It might take a little bit of time. Maybe you already know, and that's awesome. Uh, you know, go ahead and figure out what that balance looks like. So just an example would be that, you know, if I have, because right now, I'll just give you my example for, for now. Um, I have stacked days. So I have class. Uh, this is my schedule for the fall. I plan class on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have class from 9.30 in the morning until 4.45. And that seems like a lot. I have four classes during those during that time period. And it seems like a lot. Uh, but that allows me to have what I would just say is a school day on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, now on Thursdays, I have challenge. Uh, we have BCM, our small or our large group gathering. We might not have that for the fall. But right now, you know, just kind of planning it out that that would take up the rest of my Thursday. And then on Monday, Wednesday, uh, I have a job. And so I'd be able to work that job on Monday and Wednesday. Now working this schedule, I would have work, school, work, school. And then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's kind of my weekend, obviously, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the weekend. And so I'd have time to actually balance, you know, doing homework and hanging out with friends and whatever else I need to do. Uh, I'm personally not going to choose to work on Fridays. I might depending on my schedule, but I don't want to initially because if I do, then I'll literally have Saturday, Sunday to do things. And with how my life is now, I'm basically doing stuff from like early in the morning until late at night every single day. Uh, I don't have like a nine to five job uh, or even nine to five school and then I'm done. Like I have other things that are going on. And so I want to make sure that I have extra time on the weekend to do things. So yeah, just figure out what's important. If it is sports, you know, make sure that you, uh, I mean, student athletes, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, I know a couple student athletes and their lives are probably a lot crazier than, you know, they look from the outside. I mean, they're just kind of doing it, but it's a lot of commitment. So you just got to figure out what's important. Uh, for me, it was my faith. And so I chose that one thing. One thing I would suggest not to do is to overcommit to anything. So within the BCM, the ministry has a lot of opportunities to do things. And I'm part of a lot of those things. But there are, even though I'm part of so many things, there are still some things that I could say yes to that I'm kind of choosing to say no to, uh, even in the midst of, you know, all the craziness uh, that's going on. Because I could do them and they might be beneficial, but it's better for me to say no. Uh, and I'm literally only part of this one group. And that might seem like, you know, I'm kind of closing off other things. But in my head and in my opinion, uh, I'm really just resourcing all my time and my effort into this one thing instead of kind of spreading myself too thin. 
So you just got to consider that as well. Um, for me, school is a big priority, but also my relationships with other people and with God are a big priority as well. Um, but yeah, so you just got to figure that out and kind of work on that. I think the last kind of part of balancing the college life would be friends and family. So I'll just start with, I mean, family. That's a difficult thing because when you do leave, if you aren't, you know, doing college close to you, you have to be able to somehow figure out a relationship with your family. Now, everyone's families are different. Everyone's relationship with their families are different. But I think, you know, most people do have somebody who they can, they'll be able to go to at home. And if they don't, you know, they have a support system, hopefully somewhere. Um, But as far as balancing those family members that are at home, you have to really just understand that this time of life, the college life, balancing it uh, is a really, is a time that we are naturally as, you know, I'm 21, naturally as young adults kind of moving away uh, from our family and eventually to have our own family, even if that just starts out as us and then maybe, you know, a spouse or kids or whatever else later on into the future, this is the beginning of those breaking off or that breaking off period. And so just have to acknowledge that that's the truth. And if there's friction, you know, that's normal. Uh, It's not like a bad thing. You're not going to separate forever from your family. If there's a little friction, um, even with your friends from home, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you're not going to be able to keep 15, 20, 30, I don't know, all these people at home all the time happy and you know, have a perfect relationship with everybody, especially when you're such a long distance from them. You know, everyone's different, but we have to just look forward to the future and uh, make sure that we're taking care of what's important in our lives, which for me, a couple of friends from home, obviously my family, uh, and then that's kind of where it is. And then the last thing as far as like friends and family would be, you know, making new friends in college. This, I will say, is, you know, obviously this is all difficult. The college life is difficult to balance. But making new friends in college is, for me at least, it was probably the most difficult thing to do, you know, at all during college. I will say my first semester uh, was rough. I, we had the hurricane. And then I, I just felt homesick a lot. I wanted to go home for a little bit. And... um I had a tough time making friends because I wasn't really at college very often, I feel like, just to take classes and do my thing during the week. And um, it was hard. I was homesick and I was trying to make friends, but I didn't really know who to trust. And I hadn't really made like new friends in a while. I mean, high school, I had friends, but, you know, a lot of those relationships kind of uh, broke off. And a lot of that is, you know, my fault and sometimes just moving off to different places. That stuff happens. And for me, it was a tough first year. And even coming into my sophomore year, uh, I really started to kind of pick up on some friendships come into sophomore year and, you know, realizing that these people, there are actually people around who care about me. And let me just say that my primary place that I I found people that I trusted and, and that I really liked being around was this ministry, the BCM. And you have to find some sort of community. I mean, that's why church is so awesome is because there's people who are like-minded and who care about you and and join those running clubs and join those sports clubs and activities and, um, you know, those social justice clubs and whatever else, like what interests you, you know, join those things. But you have to find people who not are just, 
uniform, not exactly like you, not from your same background, but who really care about the same things that, that you do, you know, and that's how you find people that you can really trust and uh, who will actually really care about you. Now, this is difficult and it's different for everybody, I will say. There's no one solution to making friends in college uh, or making friends anywhere. Honestly, it's extremely difficult. But one thing you have to do is you just got to put yourself out there and you have to fail. That is something that I think everyone is afraid of doing. And I was too. And I did it multiple times. And I was definitely hurt multiple times as well. Um, even if I you know, didn't really show it or whatever. But you got to fail. And if you don't fail, you're not trying hard enough. You know, in my opinion, I don't know. That's just how I think it is. You know, I mean... My GPA probably wasn't as good freshman year as it as it could have been, but that's because I was trying to make friends and I was kind of failing sometimes. You know, I like when I mentioned the the ping pong club, table tennis club. I tried to make friends there, and I came to realize that they just they weren't the kind of people that I wanted to influence my life. And it doesn't mean they're they're bad people necessarily, or that you know they don't care about others, but. They're just not the people who I wanted to run with, you know. It wasn't people who really, I think, cared about me. They maybe just, you know, enjoyed playing table tennis together. Um, and that's not a bad thing, but just not what it meant to be uh, a great, loyal, and a solid friend. And that was difficult, and it took me a while. And I'm still not at a place where, you know, everything is perfect, but I would say that uh, I'm failing a lot more, and I've been told things I've done wrong, and that's helped me to grow. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and fail because that's ultimately what happens. Listen, balancing the college life is all about failing, you know, hopefully not failing a class, but it's all about failing, you know, to have the perfect schedule, um, failing to eat perfectly, um, failing to make friends, failing to impress people, you know, failing to feel fulfilled in whatever you're involved in, you know. A lot of it is about just failing and messing up. And that's okay. That's part of it. So if I can give you really any advice is that don't be afraid to fail. Uh, And even if it hurts, um, you just got to kind of push through that. But it'll be okay in the end. At least, you know, a lot of people that I know who have really pushed through those times and persevered, uh, they've come out with strong relationships, a, a stronger faith or you know, stronger, more self-confidence or whatever it is, you know, they come out stronger on the other side. So don't be afraid to fail in that. Guys, I want to also talk about the challenge for this week. So last week we talked about decluttering something as the challenge. Well, this week I was kind of, you know, out a little bit more and I was a little bit busy. I would say that I didn't really declutter something in my house, but I did get a chance uh, before this, or I guess at the beginning of last week, to look at my closet again to make sure that everything was, you know, decluttered. And actually, something that was funny that I did is I moved things around in my closet. So maybe I didn't declutter, but I really organized what things I'm going to be taking back to school, or what things I'm going to be using on a daily basis or monthly basis, and just kind of what things I kind of want to store away for the future. So I don't know. I love decluttering because it makes me feel very clean and organized and neat. So. If you want to still declutter something, you know, maybe your room, just take out all your wardrobe and maybe donate some stuff in this time. Uh, That could be cool. But my challenge for this week is actually a question. It's a challenging question for this week. 
and it's kind of been something I've been wrestling with for a little bit, and uh, but I've really been, you know, trying to get answers and kind of growing through these couple of questions, uh, kind of similar but a little bit different as well. So the challenging question of the week would be, why do you believe what you believe? So I don't know what you all believe, but the question is, why do you believe what you believe? You know, uh, or another way to put it would be, what is the basis for your beliefs truly. You know, what really is the basis? For me, I've been kind of exploring the basis of uh, some of my beliefs, whether they're spiritual or just personal beliefs. And I want you guys to maybe be able to explore that as well. What is the basis for your beliefs truly? Thanks so much for listening. Let me know what you guys think of the podcast. On Apple Podcasts, you can rate it or review it or both and share if you enjoyed it. Love you guys, and I'll catch you all next week.